welcome to the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I'm your hostess, Allison Anderson, MD. This is the place where women in medicine come to learn how to create relationships as extraordinary as their careers. If you're looking to uplevel all of your relationships, including the one with yourself, I've got you. Using evidence-based mindset tools, my training as a life coach, and my own experience as a woman physician, I'll guide you through everything you need to know in order to create relationships beyond your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here as always, and I'm really grateful to have you join me every week. So like I've said before, I do record these a little bit in advance just so that I never miss a week with you all. And by the time you listen to this one, I will have just turned 40 and I will be at the first day of an amazing event in Scottsdale with my coach, Tanya Lee. And I'm super excited about it. It's like the perfect culmination of a six month mastermind that I've been in with Tanya. And I'll be seeing all of my friends from that mastermind we met six months ago in Denver for the kickoff. So that's super fun. Um, Tanya throws great events. So I know that it's going to be super luxurious and amazing in all the ways. And it's a really fun way to celebrate my birthday. It's also kind of my last hurrah, one of them in Arizona before we make the final, final permanent for now (laughs) move to Southern California. So I'm really excited about it and I'll definitely give you some more details about it after the event and let you know how it went. So today I want to talk to you about something called the three to one ratio. Now I've mentioned on here before that I really love the work of positive intelligence, which is both a book and an app by Sherzad Shamin, and I'll put a link to the program in my show notes for this episode, but positive intelligence is sort of a mental fitness um, program, an app that takes a lot of the tools for shifting our mindsets and makes them really palatable. Like it has these super short meditations and these ways to sort of strengthen the wise, evolved, or sage part of your brain, which is what Shirzad calls it, is the sage. And it has a lot of tools to help you sort of quiet down that primitive side of your brain, which in the program is divided into um, different saboteurs that sort of cause your negative thinking and negative mindset. So in the Positive Intelligence app, there are daily meditations, several per day, I think three or four, Um, that you can do that are really short. And I was listening to one recently and it was about this three to one ratio concept. And so what that concept says is that essentially you need to have three positive interactions with somebody in order to neutralize one negative interaction. So if you think about like a relationship bank account, which lots of relationship books and coaches describe this concept or a similar concept, if you think about this relationship bank account, essentially, when you have a negative interaction with somebody, it's like you're withdrawing $3 from your account. And when you have a positive interaction, you're making a deposit, but it's only a dollar. 
So the more you deposit, the more room you have for withdrawals. But using this framework of the three to one ratio, you essentially need to have the deposits be three times more frequent than the withdrawals just to break even. So that means that if you're having a lot of negative interactions with your partner or with anybody, but we're going to talk specifically about our romantic partners, as I often do, if you're constantly having these negative interactions, you're probably overdrawing that relationship bank account. And then if there are even more negative interactions and you're super overdrawn, you could even think of that as if you were maxing out your relationship credit card. And obviously that has detrimental effects on our relationship, right? The more that we build up the deposits, the more that we build up the positive, the more positive interactions we have with our spouses and partners, then the more room we have for things that cause withdrawals, little missteps, arguments, conflicts that arise, which arise for every couple. Nobody's immune to it. But when you have a really solid bank account to start with, when there is something negative going on between you or around you, you have that cushion. Just like your real bank account, right? Like the more that you build up your bank account positively, the more savings you have, the more room you have to sort of weather the storm of whatever comes your way. Say you don't get paid for several months during COVID, (laughs) like some of us, or your car needs a big repair, or there's a medical bill that needs to be paid. When you have that surplus that you've saved up, then you can, you can pay it whatever you need to pay without having a huge negative consequence. You don't have to overdraw your account. You don't have to borrow against credit a lot of times and you're sitting kind of pretty, right? So same thing in our relationships. When we have a lot of deposits into our relationship bank account in our marriage or our romantic partnership, especially then we are much more able to get through whatever difficult situations arise because they inevitably do. So I want to give you today some sort of ideas to get you thinking about how to maximize the net worth of your relationship bank account. And there are just so many metaphors (laughs) that you can just have a heyday with as far as finances and this concept of the relationship bank account. You can like go into like net worth and compound interest and all of those things if you're into that. But essentially, you want to be asking yourself, how can I intentionally make more deposits into my relationship bank account? And how can I decrease the withdrawals? How can I maximize the net worth of my relationship portfolio? So let's talk first about the withdrawals because, you know, those aren't as fun, right? So I want you to keep in mind that these withdrawals from your relationship bank account can include big things, of course, like having a big argument, yelling, escalating an argument. It can include things that you think maybe aren't that big of a deal, but like nagging or snapping or saying something insensitive, even if you didn't do it on purpose, that can cause a withdrawal from your relationship bank account. 
Same thing with giving the silent treatment or not being considerate of what your partner is doing or needing or telling you in the moment, not listening, not acknowledging, not appreciating, not thanking them. All of those things, even the ones that seem kind of trivial, they add up, especially if you keep in mind this three to one ratio. Every time you do one of those things, you're basically withdrawing $3 from the account. And even if you come back and apologize after a conflict, for example, you're only putting $1 back in. So when you think about it this way, with this three to one ratio, it really highlights just how important the positive interactions are and how detrimental the accumulation of negative interactions can be. And there is a reason behind this, right? Like our brains really have a negativity bias. We are, we have evolved to be looking for what's wrong more than what's right. That goes way back to, you know, long, long time ago when it wasn't really useful necessarily evolutionarily to just go outside and enjoy what a beautiful sunny day it was. It was much more important for our brain to go outside and be on the lookout and surveying the scene for danger. Is there a predator? Is there a storm coming? Is there something that's going to fall on me? Am I going to step on something that's potentially deadly, etc.? So our brains have evolved with this negativity bias as a protective mechanism. If we weren't on the lookout for danger way back when, and if we were just really happy-go-lucky looking around at the gorgeous weather, we probably wouldn't have survived as a species to this point. So it makes sense that our brain has this three-to-one ratio where the negative interactions are much more detrimental than the positive interactions are positive. So in addition to being cognizant of that and trying to minimize the amount of withdrawals you make from your relationship bank account, you also want to focus on making those deposits. You need three of them to compensate for every withdrawal you've made. So you want to be on the lookout and start training your brain to be looking for the positive, looking for ways that you can amp up your relationship bank account so that there is a cushion there in case you need it for when things aren't always so perfect, which they're not. So some ideas for things that you can do to plump up your relationship bank account and make more deposits are things like very simply laughing with your partner, having a good time, being playful. Life isn't meant to be so heavy all the time, my friends. Things like showing affection, Maybe that means physical affection. Maybe that means giving a compliment. One that I really love to focus on is assuming the best. And we have this tendency to sort of think that our partners are doing something against us. There is a podcast um, on this several episodes ago. But, you know, we have this, again, negative negativity bias that says that somehow when our partner does something that, you know, it means something bad about us or, or that they're doing it to us. But if we assume the best of them, that really can create a situation where we are depositing positive interactions into our relationship bank account because we're not as likely to be snapping or saying unkind things or, um, you know, escalating an argument if we're assuming the best. 
related to that is giving the benefit of the doubt, forgiving. This is a big one too, guys. Like when we hold a grudge, that can really withdraw from our relationship bank account. And when we're willing to forgive, that definitely makes a deposit. Things like having a date night, thanking your partner, telling them that you appreciate them. That's one of the biggest human desires is to be recognized, acknowledged, and appreciated. So if you can start to train your brain to be on the lookout for things that you appreciate about your partner, and then if you express those things to them, you're going to be making those deposits into the bank account, and that's going to improve the quality of your relationship overall. And it improves your experience of your relationship, right? Because when you are overcoming that negativity bias and you are purposely focusing on what's amazing instead of what's terrible, then you end up feeling better too. So keep in mind this concept of the relationship bank account and especially keep in mind this three to one ratio. Remember that every time you have a negative interaction with your partner, you're taking $3 out and each positive interaction you have only adds $1 back in. And this is not to say to that you should be avoiding all conflicts at all costs or that you should turn into some kind of a robot that never you know, has a misstep or is never insensitive. You shouldn't necessarily be thinking that you're just going to like fake all these compliments and you know gestures of appreciation. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that when you keep in mind and you understand this ratio and just how important the positive deposits are and how detrimental the negative withdrawals can be, that can really help you create a better situation in your relationship for both of you. And the best news ever is that your partner literally doesn't have to do anything. And just by you keeping this ratio in mind and acting accordingly, you will help amp up the quality of your relationship for both of you. And it just so happens that when we take positive steps in our relationship, even if our partner doesn't do anything at all, they usually catch our vibe and get on board and their behavior often does start to change in a positive direction. So that's what I got for you today, my friends. And before I let you go, I want to remind you that my super awesome three-part video series, Reignite the Romance This Weekend, is available for you to download. So you have to go get your free copy. Do it now. It's at alisonandersoncoaching.com forward slash romance. And this is a video series that I designed to help you reignite the connection, re-spark the passion, feel more intimate and more connected to your partner in just three days. So if you feel like you're kind of lacking that something special between the two of you, if you're in the roommate zone or in the resentment zone or anywhere in between, and you want to feel more connected, then you've got to get this guide. It's at alisonandersoncoaching.com forward slash romance. Go there, get your free copy, and then send me a message and let me know what you think. You know that I love to hear from you. Okay, my friends, have the best week ever, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.